재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back to Koreascape and now we're talking this week's Who's Who and I'm joined by our regular guest uh, Jung Bok Lee to talk about a very important women chef Mm-hmm. Yeah, hello. Uh, so today we're going to talk about Kim Soo-hee, a 51-year-old owner chef of one of the fashionable restaurants in Austria. It's called Kim Coat, mm-hmm. meaning Kim Cooks. Uh, it's so popular so that uh, even the Austrian prime minister has to book three months in advance for dinner. I had never heard of this place <laughs> until now, but I guess I am no foodie. <laughs> uh, in Austria, of all yeah. places. Yeah, so... Um, You know, majority of professional chefs these days are men, but among them, she has a strong presence with her unique character and, you know, philosophy. You know, she's a tiny woman. I just showed you the picture. Mm -hmm. Um, But you just can see that she is extremely strong and charismatic. And she has this very thick accent in Korean and she speaks Korean very well it's not because of she doesn't speak Korean uh, she lived in in Austria for more than 30 years but she uses this dialect of South Gyeongsang province ha so that's uh, even in Korea if you yeah. use that dialect or that accent people yeah. kind of look at you funny these days <laughs> I think uh, in exactly. Seoul anyway uh-huh, mm. uh-huh. well uh, it's a little bit different from the modern dialect uh, because she's from the old old days, I oh, guess. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she uses these um, word choice that's outdated, so it's hard for Koreans to understand her. Um, anyway, she often appears in the German cooking shows, and she's been active in the past few years in Korea as well. Uh, sh- she's most famously known as one of the judges in MasterChef Korea. So these days, she goes back and forth from Korea and Austria, but it's her, one of her convictions to not open her restaurant while uh, unless she can be there to serve her customers <laughs> so wow. it's even harder to get a reservation these days i heard uh, so obviously she's not in it for the money her food it may look western but it's korean in essence and her signature dish is tuna uh, her sauce her sauce for the uh, tuna dish is korea's chogochujang No, red uh, chili pepper paste with vinegar. Mm, and has maybe a slightly sweet taste. Yeah, it has orange um, extract in it. Ah. And her bibimbap is made from quinoa <laughs> uh, instead of rice. Yeah. Topped with some uh, baby greens, scallop, and a bit of kimchi. <sighs> You're making me so hungry. <laughs> uh, so, something to um, look forward to if I ever end up in Austria and can make the reservation. Yeah, me too. Um, we'll so, only make it in advance. So she's clearly a very interesting person. Mm-hmm. What right. happens when she gets to Austria? Well, as you might have guessed, the reality is far from breakfast at Tiffany's, Isn't right? Isn't it always? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, there was language barrier, um, the cheek kissing that she says she didn't get used to until eight years later, mm-hmm. uh, racial discrimination, she was harassed on the streets. Really? <clears throat> Uh, The most challenging part, she says, was the culture in the fashion world. The heavy drinking, heavy smoking wasn't for her. Um, Smoking marijuana 
regularly for other people. It wasn't. It was just shocking for her. It's funny how she rebels against her mother uh-huh. to get this chance. Yeah, and now she's being encouraged to do the very same thing that <laughs> she did to come to Austria, and now she doesn't uh, want to do that. Yeah, it's uh. it's funny. Um, so when she refused smoking pot a few times, her friends, you know, uh, just left her out of the group. Uh, so after a few years, she decided that fashion wasn't for her. So, changed her course, opens a Japanese restaurant. Um, mm. It was considered a delicacy in Austria at that time. She gets a loan, you know, hires a chef. Um, but, you know, the relationship with the chef w- was very short-lived. There was a lot of friction. So, she decides to cook herself. So, but she learned cooking on her own? Yeah, she didn't have any formal education, interestingly. So at first, it was just like she bought boxes and boxes of salmon, um, practices filleting the whole fish (laughs) uh, 16 hours a day for a month. Uh, She says she filleted and skinned 50 to 60 salmon for that month. And she still can't eat salmon. Mm. Uh, So she finally reopened the restaurant after a month. Uh, things went really well for a couple months. Uh, people loved the food. She was the first woman in Vienna to make sushi. So received a lot of attention. But when she expanded the business, it went belly up in a couple months. Hmm. Well, failure is always good for the soul, they mm-hmm. say. Yeah, and that's what happened for mm. Kim So-hee as well. Uh, this time she wanted to make it right, uh, starting from sc- Scratch, teaching herself how to cook and you know how to manage the restaurant. Um, she searched for new business opportunities, but um, it wasn't easy. You know, she went from restaurant to restaurant. You have to taste the food to cook the food, right? So she had a five-six course meal uh, for lunch, then go back to the bookstore, uh, read about different cuisines. And then for dinner, she would go to another restaurant, have eight to nine cuisine meals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like maybe she was just an independently wealthy woman to be able to do all this. I don't know. I don't mm. know where the money came from, mm. but uh, she says she had a lot of debt. Mm. Um, so clearly all this mm-hmm. kind of led to, um, I guess, her reinvention and, right. and new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she opened her own restaurant finally in 2001. uh, So that would be years after she went to Austria. So that's how she introduced Korean food to Austria, Vienna. And it has captivated the taste of Austrians ever since. Uh, Kim Soi's formula for uh, for success was determination. She uh, had these strong convictions about cooking and running her restaurant. And there are a couple that I want to introduce. Okay. Um, She uses health-conscious recipes. Not only are they delicious, but um, she she doesn't use much meat Hmm. um, or flour Hmm. and no cream and butter. Okay, what's what's left? <laughs> seafood. Ah. <laughs> seafood and super grains, mm. I guess. Um, and vegetables. Of, and vegetables, right. yeah. Uh, but so when she decided to focus on seafood at first, her friend said, no way, Austrians are all about meat. But she held on to um, that philosophy. Second is uh, she believes that even as an owner of a restaurant, you should be able to do everything that goes on from you know, doing the dishes, mopping the floor, etc. 
And uh, she also says to pay close attention to how you appear on the outside, you know, your physical appearance, especially when being exposed to the media. She always has these uh, perfect ponytail, uh, probably like, you know, very tight um, and not a strand of hair hanging down. Mm. You know, as a chef, you have to talk about the... sanitary aspects. So her formula for success really seems to be just hard work, discipline, extraordinary character. All these things kind of came together to make her who she is today. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Jungbok Lee. But I, I wish you so all the best. I had so much fun.